One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey friends, it's Jen. Um, it's another blazing hot day here in Los Angeles. Um, so I'm up in that toasty office of mine, just sweating away and I'm extra sweaty because I've been cleaning up a storm. I love to clean. I mean, I actually really enjoy it. I can scrub the hell out of anything. Um, and it's kind of like a hobby, you know, like some people, um, just to, they need an activity where you're just, doing that activity and so you're not thinking about other things you know like even not even a hobby but some people you know taking up you know uh, coloring adult coloring books or like knitting or um, I was gonna say smoking that is not a hobby I know that um god I really miss smoking um I I don't do it anymore but I did I was a smoker it's my name is Jen and I was once a smoker. Um, does Brittany still smoke? Can you tell me? Actually, this is a great segue uh, to what I need to tell you guys. And that is I was cleaning today because I'm throwing a launch party for the podcast uh, at my house. And so you're thinking, oh my gosh, is she about to invite us to her house for this party? And the answer is no, <laughs> that was a real letdown. And you're like, thanks, bitch. Tell us about a party you're going to throw and not invite us. I know that's not cool. And it's not that I don't invite strangers to my house because I do it all the time. In fact, I used to do a comedy show in the living room of my house and I would invite so many strangers. And I got to the point where I would be out in the world and people would be like, We've never met, but I've actually been to your house before and I've seen your show. And um, I loved it, but it was also like, whoa, like, I don't know. It's just weird that so many strangers were in my house. So I've kind of like pulled back on that. Um, and I want you to know that I do feel like I've found my people. And I thank you so much for reaching out and saying like, you found your people. Don't worry, like we're here. And I want to keep that going. And I want to, I want that to grow. And sure, could we talk on Instagram? Could we communicate on Twitter? Yeah, we could. But that's too modern for me. Um, I get really overwhelmed. Uh, I've just, I don't even know how to use Twitter. I'm dipping my toe in the pond, uh, really in the game. Uh, I'm hoping it just like, just somehow like poofs and like disappears. And we go back 
we go back to the beginning and my beginning would be voicemails. And that's what I am here to announce that I have started a hotline and it's called we, the, we need to talk about Brittany hotline. That's right. The, we need to talk about Brittany hotline. You can leave me a message. If you're having a Brittany emergency, if there's something you can't believe, I didn't know that you heard on the podcast. If there's something that you, that you need me to know, um, if there's something you need to get off your chest, if you have some, some hot Brittany Goss, um, if you, speaking of Goss, if you look at pictures of Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams, like I do, or if some, if someone else does it for you, if something else you, you know, find to be very self-soothing, you could tell me about it. This is our community. So you can leave me a message. So get ready. Here comes the number and it is up and running guys. So you could pause this podcast after you get the number, you could leave me a message and then you could come back and listen to the rest of the episode. We all have choices. Okay, here's the number. 814-277-3277. That's 814-277-3277. Otherwise known as 814-B-Spears. Okay, you can leave me this. Leave me a message, please. I can't wait for it. Um, On today's episode, I talked to Candace King and Kayla Ewell. And they are two beautiful, beautiful angel actresses. They were both on The Vampire Diaries and they have a podcast called Directionally Challenged and you should check it out. They are fantastic. They were both on The Vampire Diaries, like I said, and I loved that show. Here's something about me. I never missed an episode of The Vampire Diaries and I think it's because, you know how sometimes people say, I want to watch something I can relate to. I say... Sometimes it's great to watch something you can't relate to. And what can't I relate to? Being a drop-dead gorgeous vampire in high school. Um, yeah, I can't relate to that. Um, maybe I could, you know, remember what it's like to be in high school, but I'm not a drop-dead gorgeous vampire. Not to say I'm not a beautiful woman, even though I haven't been able to work out in seven months. Although I did do seven minutes on the elliptical at physical therapy the other day and I felt like a champion. It was really, it was really something. You know, how they say when you work out, no pain, no gain. In physical therapy, they say we're doing no pain, like no pain, all the gain. And um, it's really done a number on me mentally. I'm like, where are we in this life? Like, what does all this mean? What is the life lesson here? Is it no pain, no gain? Is it no, is it no pain, all the gain? Um, no pain. Wait, no pain, no gain. Yeah, no pain, all the gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that? Like, what? Or what? What does it? What does it mean? Um, <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means. I'm only seven months into the journey. Maybe I need longer to figure it out. Maybe it means we don't know anything. You know, I there, I, I really don't know anything. There's so much stuff I don't know. People will tell me things, and I'm like, I had no idea about that. Um, yeah, wear it proudly. We don't know. We don't know anything. We're just on this journey of life with Brittany by our side. Um, okay, this episode is fantastic. I had no idea. Kayla, or not Kayla, Candace, really buried the lead. Uh, that she was a musician and had like a recording deal. So that's at the end of the episode. Oh, and I got something special there. Listen, there's, there's something very special at the end of this podcast. So please listen. If you like something, if you like special things, listen to the end of this episode. Um, Kayla and I've been friends for a really long time. We met in an acting class and acting classes in Los Angeles are really weird. And, uh, we became friends. We found love in a hopeless place. And that's one of the many reasons why I love her. 
uh, I noticed this about male actors. Um, male actors are split into two groups. They are either boot guys or they're sneaker guys. Sneaker guys are usually more, uh, my people. They were like comedy guys, even in high school and college or they were, um, they played baseball and then they were like, you know, I don't think baseball is going to pan out I'm going into acting. Smart move. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure, but, but I get, they're, they're, they're more like mellow. The boot guys are really intense. Um, and I, I mean, listen, I've got some boot acting guy friends and they're great, but just the, the actually I'll say, or there's a, th- there's a third group. They start off a sneaker guy and they turn into a boot guy. Those are those guys because they're like I'm rebranding myself and I'm not like yeah I'm like a Tom Cruise. It's like watching it's like a John Krasinski move, but they do it before they even become well known. They're like like John Krasinski. He started off a sneaker guy and now he's trying to be a boot guy. Same thing with Chris Pratt. Now these guys seem utterly delightful. I once at the very beginning of my life living in Los Angeles really tried to flirt with John Krasinski at a party because my last name is Abrowski and he's Krasinski. And I just, I really gave it, I gave it the old, just moved out here try. And this was, I don't think even the office was happening. I would go to these weird parties that like the Harvard guys would throw. And, um, they lived in this like giant house. I feel like there were like 10 of them that lived in the house and we would go to these parties and John Krasinski didn't go to Harvard, but, but he was there. And, uh, and yeah, I tried really hard to flirt with him and it was like, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, it was really, I mean, obviously we all know how that turned out. Um, that I ended up with someone way better. Van Show, the love of my life. That guy, Van the Brand, Van the Brand, you should check him out. Gosh, he makes great stuff. I love, I love, I really adore my husband. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. The transitioning from sneaker to boot is, I think it's, um, cause never does a boot guy become a sneaker guy. And, and, and there's something in that. Like, I, I don't fully know, but really like, think about that. That might be a whole different podcast. Let's talk about Britney. I don't know a lot about Femme Fatale, this album that we're, that we're going to talk about. This was, like I said, Brittany and I are like great friends, long-lasting friendship. Sometimes we're inseparable. Sometimes we go months, maybe a year without speaking. This was that year for me. Uh, but I know all the songs and I love them. And I love that she did a dance album. I would say that this is a dance album. Do you disagree? Tell me on the hotline. Tell me at 814-B-Spears. Let me know. All right, let's do this. Let's talk about Brittany. Welcome, you guys, to We Need to Talk About Britney, a podcast dedicated to the one and only Ms. Britney Spears. Today, I have two guests with me, and I am so excited because, as you all know by now, I love Britney Spears uh, and a huge fan of Britney Spears, and I'm also a massive fan of the work of my two friends who are sitting here today, (laughs) Candace King and Kayla Yule. They were both on The Vampire Diaries. And here's something else about me, you guys. I have never missed an episode of Vampire Diaries. I've seen, I, I've seen the whole canon of 
Vampire Diaries. So welcome, Candace and Kayla. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. I'm such a nerd. I I really, I really love Vampire Diaries. It was like my, I don't want to call it a guilty pleasure. I, it was just a pleasure. It was a real, it was a real pleasure. So uh, the fact that now I know both of you, it's just, uh, it's really turning my world around. It's like, <laughs> maybe this is a great example of what will happen to me if I ever get to meet Britney Spears. Didn't you meet Britney Spears? Well, I did. Yes. I mean, I, <laughs> how would we define meeting? I met her um, at a meet and greet in Vegas. We're looking at the picture. Uh, of, Jen looks adorable. Britney. I feel like this picture looks like you all just like it's the final photo from an escape room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my. Like you all look a little surprised. You look like happy in a way and like a, a lot of anxiety, but just like we did it, guys. We're in this moment. I think Brittany looks like she wants to escape. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know, I think she is like uh, some people have said uh, my friend Jason said that it looks like I'm holding a knife to Brittany's back it and does. I just whispered in her ear. I'm going to murder it you. Does. I love this. She, the meet and greet escape room. That needs to be a new theme. <laughs> yeah. So that was backstage at her at her uh, at her concert in Vegas, which I know, Candace, you have uh, you you went to her. We went big, for my 30th birthday. Oh, my gosh. It was a really mature, awesome way to bring in 30 for Candace. We went to Vegas and did it up. Yeah. I just wanted a whole throwback birthday mm-hmm. um I initially just wanted like full-on 90s early thousands party and then it kind of worked out perfect I was like let's just go to Vegas we're so used to like that is not our thing at all it's not our scene to like go to Vegas and hang out by a pool uh-huh. and you know pop champagne bottles on each other <laughs> you know that is not what we do on a normal basis so I no. thought we oh, should... that's what I do yeah I do. that's me <laughs> that's so. what I figured that's why I didn't want to invite you because I'm like oh you do this all the time Jen <laughs> Um, but for the rest of us who don't, uh, yeah, we went and saw Britney Spears and it just so happened that, um, P. Diddy was playing that night or, or just appearing that night. What do we call him? P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. No, he went back to Puff Daddy that night. He went back to Puff Daddy, announced it at the club and then sang, I need a girl to ride, ride, ride. Yes. Well, he's now Diddy. I don't know if, do you guys follow him on Instagram? No. It's incredible. Very inspirational. His quotes, like, he gets me going. Basically, I check in with Diddy every morning on the gram, and then I'm like, I'm set. I'm ready to go. Even more than Will Smith? More than Will Smith. It's, it's you know what? It's more, I know what you're saying. Okay. And I actually don't follow Will Smith because sometimes I just check in, and then I get, like, a whole bunch of it. But I do, like, he, I, I do, Will Smith, the other day, he said something of, like, be with people who elevate you or something about, like, Either they light your fire or they don't light your fire. I forget. But then he was like, go go back to your last five text messages and like see, you know, the kind of energy you're putting out into the world and how you're communicating Whoa. with people and the people in your life. And I was like, oh, my God, where's my phone? Well, yeah. I was on my phone looking at his Instagram. <laughs> so I go through story of my life. Pardon me. And then I go, uh, I go into my text messages and I was like, I am doing this right. Like, it was very positive. Wow. Good for you. I was like that. I think I've, I, yeah, I think I've made some positive changes over the Not- past year a lot of people could say that in well, my I, opinion about 12 months ago I couldn't say that mm-hmm. so I think I like I cut some cut some some my of my own head trash and mm-hmm. then cut some people who weren't bringing it into my life good too. for you now how do you feel when you look at Britney Spears her Instagram I feel 
alive. I feel understood. I feel entertained. I feel, I feel confused. confused too. Sure. All of those things. I think that's what makes her. People say she's simple. I think she's complex. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. I think it's simple. I love it though. Like what that used to be the most fun thing to do even in your early I loved in my early 20s, like getting ready to go out that night and just trying on a bunch of outfits or when you're a kid at a sleepover, you have like makeover parties. I think it is so simple that when you just need a little ego boost and to feel good, like this has become now a trend at all the bachelorette parties we've been to, like doing the Britney Spears no model way. walk. Oh, yes. really? Oh, yeah. And it is a grand old time. Oh, I this is say. a crew. I like this. I will say you feel very confident when you're doing the Britney Spears walk with all your girlfriends and someone's videotaping it. But then when, when we watch it, I feel very different about it. <laughs> do you <laughs> do you play Britney while you do it? I do. I like to throw in a ponytail pop. Or, I mean, do you play like the music? Oh, yeah, the music. music. Yes. I yes. thought you meant like embody play, Britney Spears. Embody, well, we all, yes, I embody we are Britney actors. Spears. Kayla looked up. Kayla that. was like, do I or is it more authentically <laughs> yeah, me? I was thinking and about I, that. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't know. Possibly a, a part of Britney is in me as I do it. Okay, well, that's interesting. When you look back, you don't feel that way. Okay, because I need to ask you guys this. Okay, as a person who's watched every episode of Vampire Diaries, now, like, you guys played vampires. And you started out human, but then you became vampires. Yes. And, and you know, as a fan, I can tell you, you guys really nailed it. But so when you're Thanks. saying you, like, watch, like, watch things back of yourself, like, dancing, you're like, ooh, that's, like... What I'm saying is that I'm a... I, there's, there's no version of anyone ever watching me in anything or me like doing a fashion show in my own home where they're like yeah wow that is a fierce that could be she could play a vampire I guess what I'm saying is to me when I look (laughs) at you guys I'm like it just comes very naturally your vampire instincts which is like a femme fatale which is what we're talking about today uh Britney's album femme fatale it's like you guys you guys are able to access that so like what is that is it just does it just come that naturally to the two of you for real this is something I've been very curious about now that I have the two of you for me it does not come easily at all to the point where sometimes as, as we know we're all actors walking into the room it helps me to play a character sort of a femme fatale mm-hmm. rather than going as myself because I get a little awkward sometimes and a little bit embarrassed and a little shy naturally so I have to kind of embody someone else so uh-huh. I definitely do that in the job what about you, Candace? I was always so uncomfortable with the vampire stuff, which is why I think they made me kind of the bright, sunshiny vampire. You also look like sunshine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a little bit more realistic to my personality than instead of being this like deadly assassin, I'm like the girl in the woods being like, oh God, we have to go eat bunnies. You know, like <laughs> I guess that just like was but much the- more natural for me to play. I never had a good, scary vampire. I mean, we'd have guest stars that I would have to attack. Yes. And we'd have to redo the take so many times because they'd be laughing at me because I was so bad at making a scary vampire face and it could not be more frustrating to be told that you're cute in that scenario oh, when yeah. you're trying to be a badass yeah. yeah you just have a more innocent look like yeah. me if I just shut my mouth like and stand there it's definitely like oh oh she's a little okay a little scared but Candace shuts her mouth and you're like oh hi sweetheart come over here but you were like Candace your character was like um, Caroline was very social justice vampire. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if you fucked with her people, 
she was going to cut you. Yeah, she you. was mama bear. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. She would definitely attack uh, if you came in to hurt anyone that she loved. I just loved how... Uh, I, I always mess up every character's name, every uh, person's name. I mean, Kayla, we're good friends. And I was like, say your last name over and over again it's before we start. <laughs> I'm really afraid I'm going to say it incorrectly. Yule, like you will log. And, but, and I can never remember character names, especially, but I said this to my husband last night in preparation for today. And I was like, oh my God, I just forever and always will always remember Vicky Donovan. <laughs> And every time Kayla would come on screen, I would say it. And there is something so delightfully like that, uh, just like downright like trashy in a Britney Spears kind of way about Vicky Donovan. A hundred percent. I think that's why I loved Vicky Donovan so much was because she's got a little Britney Spears in her. Uh-huh. Well, there's all a little bit of trash in all of us, you know? Mm-hmm. We just yeah. got to like own it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't mind like, the, yeah. You know what? If I could walk into a bathroom barefoot at a gas station, I think i would be okay with it as long as people wouldn't judge me i totally relate to britney spears back in the day walking into that bathroom yeah like what people wouldn't i don't think well if even if people would judge you would you do it because i had this conversation casey wilson and i talked about this and she was like i would do it i do things like that like she's like i'm kind of down with doing gross things like for some reason it's it it doesn't occur to me Kayla, when you said like everyone has a trashy side like what's yours well i walk around barefoot all the time i also my husband always gonna kill me for saying this but he's always like put some clothes on like I'm I'm definitely someone that's just like very comfortable you know yeah you'll wear like a low cut top. I know I've been with you a few times and you'll like have like a a, a deep V where I'm like she's certainly not wearing a bra yeah. oh yeah and, and no I'm not wearing one right now I never dream do. what yes. a dream yes. oh my god why mine are like if I don't wear a bra they become like tribal boobs where they go like out to the <laughs> side they like drop and go out to the side do you know what I mean that is incredible. I mean, that's pretty sexy. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Totally. The thing I love about Britney is she owns her trash, which is really sexy. Like, I'm looking at this poster of her on your... The cardboard cutout. The cardboard cutout that she has. It's almost life-size, which I believe our friend Amber gave to you, correct? Yeah, she did for my birthday. awesome. I said, where did you find it? She's like, in the valley. And I was like, that's where you find a cardboard cutout (laughs) of Britney. Leave it to the valley. (laughs) That's amazing. But she's owning her trash. Like, she's in denim, ripped denim, boobies out, booty out like everything and I love her I love I know, it like whenever I'm picking out an outfit like I could always go like I, I really I could always go for like the like the rougher look you know mm-hmm. like I'm into that mm-hmm. I I am from upstate New York originally and it's like the best in my opinion the best kind of trashy like uh you know I it's a lot when I moved to when I moved to LA I ended up be, all of my best friends who I met like in my young adult life all were from like northern California or Oregon or um uh well then my one friend is from South Carolina but um but they're just like more proper like a proper mm-hmm. type that's why you gotta come down to Florida <laughs> yeah wait is that where you're that's from? where I grew Orlando. up okay, so you wanna you go know. trash to trash oh, I know yeah now I got I'm looking. I'm... southern panhandle trash oh yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah oh yeah so like Candace like what's your kind of like will you eat snacks in bed and like not wash your hair like what are we talking here will you sleep in your eye makeup this is a big thing I wanna talk about Never. Brittany I don't I won't either that's kind of where I draw the line I feel like I get a, a sty in my eye every time I do that I mean I attempt to take my makeup off I like Let's put honest. a baby wipe to my face but nothing really comes off do you think Brittany ever washes her eye makeup I don't think she does I don't think she ever washes her hair 
Okay, Every time I when we saw extension? her in concert, okay, yeah, when we saw her in concert, after the third number, she had her hair up in a messy bun. It started great; she looked fantastic, and then by the third number, her hair was up in a messy bun, and she just never took it out. And it was just this gross messy okay, bun. Okay, but you know what? I saw Fiona Apple in concert, and uh-huh. that is like. She is a freaking musician. She puts her guts out on the stage anytime she performs. And she came out in sweatpants, like a sweat dress thing, a sweatshirt, Uggs. She mm. played the piano in Uggs. Whoa. Whoa. Like, I can't even walk in Uggs. And she was freaking playing the piano in them. Wow. And guess what? She had a scrunchie on her wrist. And every couple songs, she would throw her hair up in a ponytail really frantically and then take it down. That seems musically inspired. I feel like Britney's was just laziness. <laughs> but what well, I love about hard. this record, though, this is when everything took a turn into a positive light for Britney. And this is where I think everything came together for Femme Fatale. This was her big year where she was back. Okay, I need everyone at home to know that Candace is, as she's saying this, Candace has a, a stack of papers <laughs> She has done research. She has printouts. Um, so she's ready. So when she's when she's saying she this time in her life, she's referencing all of her research. So Candace, please, will you tell me what what she's the lyrics printed out to her songs? Well, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is amazing. So Candace, what was going on with Britney in two thousand and eleven? Is it? Yes. Yeah. Two thousand eleven is when she released Femme Fatale. She. Uh, she would then tied Mariah Carey for like top Billboard hit songs. I mean, she real. This was a record breaking year for her. It was yes, and this was everything was had turned around at this point. She actually had a wonderful tour that followed. She went on to start her Vegas residency in 2013. So this is oh, this came I out see. in 2011. Mm-hmm. She toured all through 2012, and it was so lucrative. And she was on such a positive path that by 2013, she was announcing the start of her Las Vegas residency. So this really was the foundation for that residency that has now changed artistry as it is today yeah, everyone's doing everyone's Vegas doing shows. it does she seem happy though yes doing it I would I would argue no I think she has created wonderful boundaries for herself even though yes she looks very terrified in your photo Jen <laughs> is it just me I, but what I but the thing <laughs> is he be my friend <laughs> if, if for anyone that has been to the Las Vegas residency to see Britney there are no screens of her face there are screens, like production screens, where there are videos playing, but there are no screens of her up close. She does engage with the crowd very calculated, in a calculated way, every once in a while, but she has created really healthy boundaries for herself. She's obviously pay, being paid an insane amount of money. She throws her hair up if she wants to. She doesn't have screens on her face if her makeup's running. She does her songs. She does her ponytail flips. Mm-hmm. And then she goes home to her kids in her wonderful house and 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 gets to post videos on Instagram of twirling around in outfits. The only thing I would say to that, though, is the spark in her eyes has left, in my opinion. I looked no. at the, uh, the Hold It Against Me music video. Mm. Made me really sad mm. because she seems like she... There's just something about her eyes that is no longer happy. There was a little bit. So I saw her Vegas show twice, and I saw it right when it started, and then I went back right towards the end. And it was it was two different shows. Mm. 
So the first time I went where we're seeing this picture of her being so afraid, uh, looking so afraid, that show was it was it was rough. It was rough to watch it. And it was like it ended up where I was like standing up and like screaming like, you can do it. You can do it. Like I wanted I wanted so much more from her. But um, but I'll say and then, you, okay, so when you go to the Vegas show, when you walk in, they are playing on all these screens in the lobby, yeah. all of her videos. Mm-hmm. Her old music videos, which are fantastic. They're so amazing. And I, when I walked in, I was standing there with my sister and we were like, damn, like, holy shit. Her catalog is so mm-hmm. crazy. Like all these songs, so many hits and you're watching these music videos and you're so excited. And I hadn't seen her in concert for probably maybe at that point a decade Mm. and then um and then the show started and I was like oh okay okay this is where we are Mm -hmm. however she got strong so much stronger and towards the end of her Vegas run I was like oh she is almost fully back but Keila I do agree with you and everyone out there I'm saying this as someone who loves her and oh I'm such a fan too but but there there is like where I'm like what what is it there's some there's just something where it's not as fluid, not as open. Do we think it's medication? Well, the reality is, is or she, she had a breakdown. I mean, she, she had did. a breakdown. I mean, if like we that cannot go unacknowledged. Mm-hmm. I mean, now the fact that so many people are speaking out about we need to talk about mental health. Yeah. We can't keep shying away I'm from it. That the pod, I'm going to rename the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but 2007 did happen she did have mm-hmm. a breakdown and, and that was in front even, of the whole world that wasn't even the worst of it though what was the worst of it when she sorry i went into a deep dive Please, this morning and this apologize. is all on the internet so it. but that she it. so she basically rem, do you not remember the pictures when she was carried out on a stretcher into yeah. an ambulance and taken to a she was put on a 5150 hole yes because she had locked herself in a room with her child and was refusing to let anyone in or to she had like a full yeah it was a full, full break. on breakdown yeah, yeah. and uh, and and if you you know, a lot of mental health issues can come out at, in your mid to late twenties. Mm-hmm. It's not something that starts early and on. And she was all postpartum. That was a huge piece yes. of it too. Um, ugh. I mean, she's been through so much. It's crazy. So I, I do think that there's always a piece where it's just you. It's like one. Did she learn a lesson of like I'm not going to f- share every part of myself anymore? Mm-hmm. Which I respect. And then, or is it too, like, just a tiny part of yourself? It was also, it was different back then, though. Paparazzi was different. I mean, I I went to my fair share of clubs back in the day. Mm -hmm. I saw Miss Britney Spears out one night during the wig phase. Ooh, what club? What Um, picture? I can't remember what the name of the club was, but it was, it was in Hollywood. It was, I think, like a Monday or Tuesday night because uh, that's when, you know, the real hot nights mm-hmm, were. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bathroom. I knew I, she was there. I'd seen her there. And uh, she... Be honest, did you see her go to the bathroom? And then no, no. Uh, yeah, she stumble? was in the bathroom stall when I walked in because I could hear her and a friend talking. Mm. And she came out and she had like taken a shirt off and it was just like this hot green or hot pink bra maybe a hot green bra and she had a pink wig on and then just like a fishnet top but she'd taken one of her shirts off Mm. and just had this like tiny skirt and she looked 
a mess. Mm. And she was asking a friend, like, is this, and obviously she did not seem well. Like she seemed very, part. she was partying. It seemed like to me, I don't want it, that, that's an assumption, mm-hmm. but you know, it was out at a club, yeah, you yeah. know, the, there's, it's okay. I was having drinks. All, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So her friend's like, no, you look great. And she's like, I don't know. Is this too much? And she, there's this like friend like, no, you look amazing. You look amazing. And then you see like pictures the next day where it's like, she, she looks like she's half naked coming out of a club with the costume change. And it just, I just remember thinking, wow, that's so sad. She doesn't have anyone around her protecting her because tell her the truth yes and because that was also there were so many paparazzi and not a lot of people came out of that era like the mid-2000s feeling good I mean it was crazy Us Weekly had never been at a peak point like Mm -hmm. they were selling like crazy it was a really dirty time in gossip so it just I mean everyone was there constantly just like photographing you know I was thinking though too about how um like the guy, that guy in the bathroom and he's like, you look amazing. And it's like, oh, someone like no one was telling her the truth. And she was just surrounded, she was by, surrounded by enablers. But not- also, too, like that guy was probably definitely on coke. Like It was a girl. A girl. Oh, or, she, it, yeah. or sorry. <laughs> she was definitely on coke. And um, be- too, because or like I, I, I bet she was on coke because I I've never I've never done any hard drugs before. And um, and in my early 20s, like. All of my friends, you know, were partying in that way. And I had no idea that they were. And they all tried to keep it a secret from me because they were like, Jen is just like not down for this. And so I have this memory of being in the bathroom because I'm like, oh, this would only happen to a celebrity. But I remember being, but it's like, as you were telling the story, Candice, but I was like, no, 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 it doesn't just happen to Britney Spears because I remember being in the bathroom uh, at, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the club, but I, Barlu Bitch. It's not really a club, but it was like a place where people, it was like a hot spot. And I was in the bathroom with all my girlfriends and they were all on Coke and I had no idea. And I'm, how and, did you find out? How do you, um, they're all in the bathroom. Well, how do you the, not find out? Now I'm in a stall with. <laughs> she didn't know. I'm in a stall. I'm so naive. I, I was in a stall with them. And I remember them being like, oh my God, you look so good. No, you look so good. You look so good. And I was like, oh my God, we all look so good. I was like, I look amazing. And I can just like jump in. Like with, if there's enthusiasm, I'm like, I just like feed off of it. It's just like crazy. So I'm like, we look so amazing. And, um, and I thought it was just like a lot of love in the bathroom. I didn't, I didn't get that they were all on drugs and the only way I started to figure it out was I was like man they can stay out so much later than I can like I always stamina on these women oh my god I always reached a point where I was like I am I I can't keep my eyes open and they would just go until the morning light and and I couldn't do it hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This album also, okay, so we're talking about Femme, Fight, Femme Fatale. And this album is definitely like, it's for a couple of things. It's for a... Uh, for a spin class, this music. This is for a. There's a lot of dubstep in this. There's th- a lot of. I don't know how I feel about this. This album. is a late night. This is also like do coke and dance. This is a dance mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, by the way, I just have to say I love Britney Spears. I feel like I'm hating on her right now, and I don't want to come off like that. I just, it, I love her so much that I'm being really honest about this part of her career. Yeah. That it, it, I feel. I know, Candace, that you said this was like her big comeback, but I feel like there was so much more potential for this to be so much. I better I think, I think that this well one I think it was a really smart business move to do a dance album mm-hmm. like yeah. to do an, do a club album and I do agree I think this was the start of her uh a start of a comeback like she's like building the stamina building the in rebuild. Her defense, this is the foundation of what was to come yes yeah and in her defense I read this was one of the first albums that if you notice she's not a writer on any of the songs in in she was taking on her, her home life yeah she was like at people, home and she can well, and I think that's why she doesn't connect with the music as much because she wasn't part of the process of it. Has she of creating ever it. really connected? I feel like baby one more time. Uh, I mean, I, she was 16. She connected with that. I have, I have a theory that whenever Brittany is singing a song about uh, her body or dancing, when or, she speaks about dancing, that she is fully connected. Or like or men. Wait, or what Whenever, were you I'm, I was going to say, or dick. Like, are we allowed yeah. to say that on this? But I can all, can like, anything. morning I was listening to this being like, she just wants that dick. Uh, like, she is, is like, is, like yeah. this is, this is, this album is so horny. Like, the, um, the song, where was that? Where I was, like, dying. I was listening to this in the car yesterday. I was like, wow. Something about, like, a pussy and the yeah, cat and the nine kitty lives. cat one. Yeah, what is that one? Um, Inside Out, I want to go. How I Roll. It might be How I Roll. I know how I roll. See, you guys, also, how I roll. Think about it. If this is a club album. Oh, how I roll is about Molly. rolling. Mm-hmm. It's totally. You're right. It is a club album. You're is right. that how she, is that where she talks about the cat? And she's got nine lives. And I was like, whoa, she wants to go. That means she wants to go like nine times, right? In the bedroom. Guys, I'm probably. So I think so. I re-listened Bravo. to this album recently because I knew we were going to do this and mm-hmm. realized these are the Britney songs I don't know very well. I I know her. But were they that you don't know them, but then they were playing and you're like, how do I know all the words? No. Because that was my, oh, really? No, that's how I felt. I was like, I'm having like, why do I taste like vodka cranberry in my mouth right now? And why does it feel like it's 2 a.m., but it's actually 8 a.m. In my house this morning. I really want to talk about is the Hold It Against Me music video. She's a mess in it, but she's surrounded by all of her old music videos playing 
Mm. on televisions around her. That's very sad. That's a sad imagery right there. It's very sad and it's upsetting because she's such a mess, but then all the TVs around her are old Britney and she looks amazing. Wait, it's to hold it against me? Hold it against me. And it's all her old music videos. Yes. Wait, Candice, do you have the lyrics? Is that what you have the lyrics Yeah, I have the lyrics. Okay, let's just, because let's picture. Oh, wait, is it? Or is it till the world ends? All I know is, but don't you think that was an effort maybe to remind the audience, like, look where she's been Look where she's come from. Like, this is the person you need to also remember. These are the same people. Candace, I think if you, I think you nailed it. If you were on Britney's team, that's like, that's, <laughs> that's the that, pitch. Yeah. They're like, we need to remember and get people on board. And it's like, you, cause you've danced to Britney forever and you're going to continue dancing to Britney. And like, this is her dance album. And like, let's, oh my gosh, Candace, you, you nailed it. You nailed it. That's. I just don't think Britney Spears was made to be famous. Like we we have a friend who Becca Tilly we were talking to the other day and she was talking about her experience. She was on The Bachelor two different years and she was saying, I'm just I don't know if I was made for reality TV. There are some people that fit that very naturally. And I don't know if Britney Spears was made to be famous. Like I was trying to think of another artist to compare her to and who's not like. Christina Aguilera, who just, you know, was from that time but can, like, sing insane. But J-Lo grew up as a dancer. She mm-hmm. grew up as a brand. She kind of was made to be oh yeah, famous. You yeah. know, she just has it all together. She, she knows how to play the game. She's business smart. I mean, Crossroads was a big movie. It didn't really keep bringing in the film opportunities Written for Britney. by Shonda Rhimes, yeah. by the Fun way. Fun fact. Oh, it's my favorite fact. I talk about it all yeah, the, the time on here. It's just like, it's too good. I think I would say Britney was young. Britney was made to be famous. She handled it so well. She seemed, it seemed effortless. It really seemed like she, she handled it so pony. well. And I think she should have, or, and people might hate me for saying this, but should have maybe just been like, okay, I did that. Now I'm going to go into this other step in my life where I'm just going to be a mom or that kind of thing. I mean, I, you guys are looking at me like I'm well, crazy. No, but. no, no, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening because I think that it just became, it's like it took on a life of its own. And she doesn't have the, like, I think she was made for performing. Yes. But I, I agree with you, Candace. I don't know if she was made for being famous. Her, you have to, that's like a whole and kind of like Britney famous. Like Mandy Moore even talked about on the show that how she had never, Mandy Moore has never met Britney Spears. You're, what? You're lying. It blew my mind. You're it blew lying. my mind. How is that possible? She had never, she had never met her. And she was kind of saying like, because Britney, there's a difference between being Britney famous. Yeah. She was just so, I don't know if protected is the right word. Well, maybe because then she wrote over protected. So, <laughs> um, or like I, I, you know, I just I wonder know. how many people in her life she's truly had a real relationship with Britney Spears. How many people do you think she can even name five people who really know her, who she can really oh. count on, who aren't just minions or yes people or that are real friends. She has this group of girlfriends and this blew my mind. When I went to Vegas for the meet and greet, uh-huh. we, um, the people who went before us, but they were like moved in from like 
backs backstage kind of a thing. So they were already because you go through this back hallway and then you walk up these stairs and there's a screen and when and you can kind of hear her on the other side of the screen and then there's Larry Rudolph like her manager is straight up I don't know if he's there every night or was just when I was there blew my mind stands there in the stands in the corner and watches her do every meet and greet so he's standing in the corner and you can hear her and you can hear her talking to people in front of the screen like the the um the step and repeat that you take the photo in front of and um and you come around the corner and I was like oh my gosh because I watched every behind the scenes everything Mm -hmm. when I was a teenager of Britney Spears and it's like her cousin isn't there someone named like Laura Lee and there's like it's like (laughs) Becky Jane and Laura Lee and Lisey Lou and so she's still friends with all them and they were there at her show and they took a picture in front of the meet and greet sign so well, her, her friends took her best friends but I think to imagine, say like look our friend look what you're doing and you're, you're coming, doing great and you're like here to see the show tonight so I can I could see it imagine if you're like Britney Spears and you're doing your show and you like call your best friends and you're like oh my god you're gonna come out great like come so they like hang out right before and then they like do a meet and greet and they're like have a good show so you know mm-hmm, what I mean that checked out to mm-hmm. me but I like turned the corner and I was like holy shit Lucy Liu and Mandalay and <laughs> Becky Sue. So she are does all here. have that. That's good. I feel like I'm, and that they've been her friends so since happy. childhood. Thank God Everyone she has deserves them. that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how often they're you know like actually there. Yeah. Is it like a Taylor Swift friend? Where what's who's her friend that she wrote that song about Abigail? Abigail. It's like her Abigail, the, her friend with the red curly mm-hmm, hair, mm-hmm. who's so cute, and they're like friends forever. But I wonder how close they really are. Do you know what I mean? And well, yeah, I just like different friends, different friends. No, different friends for different things. Yeah. Like you might have friends, friends from back home. Yeah. You know, and they know you in a way that no, no one else does. Mm-hmm. But they also can't understand what's going on currently in your life. You know, yeah. if it's like a work thing or, you know, just depending. And certainly there can't be too many people. This is again, guys, I, I really, I have beef with Justin Timberlake for not being there for Britney in 2007. And my whole reasoning is like they were together since they were kids, friends since they were kids, working Mickey together Mouse since Club, they were kids. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they both become pop stars. I guess what I'm saying is Brittany doesn't have a lot of people in her life who can truly understand because how many pop stars are there who are your same age and have been through what you've been through? Like, that's why I love how good Madonna has been to Brittany throughout mm, the years. Yeah. But like, so it's like Justin. She needs you because you understand in in a way that a lot of people don't what she's been through. Like just show. Do up you for think her he and... reached out privately? I don't. Candace. I think he might have. <sighs> I'm going to defend him. I don't, I, I don't know him at all, but I'm guessing that he might have. I mean, they just never made hypothetical it guesses. But I... did you, okay? What was the time period between the breakup? Of Justin and Britney, and then Britney being with Kevin and filming that reality show. That was, um, okay, so they broke up in 2000, I want to say it was 2002, mm-hmm. and then she was married in, with Kevin, like, around 2004. Ooh, that's a quick and they turnaround. Had, and do we remember that reality show? Have you? Oh, Chaotic. Noise, boy, let's get a seat. Cause you can talk sweet to me. I see these other boys, but you got me on the dance floor. And they like buy me drinks. You're so sexy, guy. I wonder why we could have some fun. So don't be shy, baby. Just enjoy what's on your mind. Party 
Have you gone and rewatched it? I've seen some clips. She talks about, speaking of dick, she talks about like when they first start sleeping together and I'll never forget. She's in the makeup chair and she's telling her ladies yes. about them. And then she just goes, it's ecstasy, ecstasy, ecstasy. <laughs> she speaks in song lyrics. <laughs> I just remember. Oh my God. Yes. That is an excellent so observation. Does. Oh my God. I just remember her on the treadmill running and they're like, why are you so happy? And she's like, because I just had sex. Oh, it's yeah. like some, yeah. It's just like, that's all they talked about. And filming each other in the shower. I was just like. Remember being a kid being like, oh, my God. See, like, yeah, I think people think that Britney was overly sexualized as a child. But I genuinely feel that that was her being OK with it and owning it. And I mean, she just innately seems like a very sexual being. And, and you can hold you. You can hold the duality of being innocent and liking dolls. I mean, and uh, <laughs> and, you know, posting pictures of minions on your Instagram and being she's so in her body like no matter what like that's that's her life is like being in her body she feels so connected to it and you can hold both I think that's why she skyrocketed because she had the perfect balance of young innocent and overtly sexual like Marilyn Monroe yes well it goes back to she's all that when they're like every all the guys want to bang her and all the girls want to be her Mm -hmm. she just Mm -hmm. like, like when you know when they're talking about Taylor Vaughn like Britney Spears was the Taylor Vaughn of the pop scene yeah and it was yeah, and that's good, when, the, good when people say she's not <laughs> sorry guys I love I, it it's fantastic when people say that she's not um you know when it's like oh I guess that's what I'm saying like she she is simple but yet it is very complex because she holds both and it's truly authentic like this thing of like Marilyn Monroe was so much smarter than anyone gave her credit for and she was mm-hmm. so into her craft and like she and was so sensitive and then yet she was so she was so connected to her body like it was it's she's authentic mm. Brittany is authentic anytime someone's like no and I'm like yes I will fight to the death on that one. Anyone that can chew gum like that, walking <laughs> down a red carpet, that is authenticity right there. I'll never forget, my mom introduced me to Britney Spears. She heard a song and said, I think you should listen to this song. I think this girl's going to be huge. Oh, And I was no. like, oh, Kayla's really? Mom. She did the same thing with NSYNC. Mom. I'm not a not, she should be not in the a music joke. industry. She should. So and she said, "Hey, I think you should listen to this song." I'm listening to it. I'm like, "Yeah, I like it. She's cool." And I'm thinking in my head, like, "How do you even know if she's gonna be?" And, and lo and behold, one of the biggest yeah. pop stars. Parents can be cool, guys. They can. No. As a mom, I can just say, <laughs> with teens in the house, the thing comes super lame. You know what? We can be cool sometimes. <laughs> so weird because the the thought that Candace's teens think she's not cool after being on Vampire Diaries is just so absurd to me. I don't uh, understand it. I don't. Although I will say I've been over at your house when their friends come over and the friends definitely think you're cool. They think I'm cool if like if like Michael Trevino were to come over, yeah. they'd be like, you're <laughs> They awesome. do love the boys. They, yeah. I will say they love the, the beautiful boys. Wait, <laughs> Michael Trevino, he he's a werewolf. Yeah. He was Tyler. Tyler. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I would. If Michael Trevino came to my house, <laughs> I would think he was cool. Does he need to talk about Britney? <laughs> um, you guys, who was Britney to you when you were growing up? Like when Britney came onto the scene, like, did you like her? Did you think she was lame? Were you more into, say, Fiona Apple? Or did Fiona and Britney hold space in your life? 
I was a huge Instinct fan, huge. So mm-hmm. I think I kind of gravitated towards the boys only because I'm sure I had crushes. I had a huge crush on JC. Oh really? Oh, I thought he JC was, was oh, your. He was my jam for you know sure. And tracks, so I think Kayla, I was knowing you that does track that you'd be more of a JC and not I, a, not a, a Justin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was definitely a JC fan, and I think I was boy crazy at the time. So I just gravitated towards the boys more than Britney. Uh-huh. I loved Britney, but I think. Yeah, I was just more really into NSYNC. I was really into NSYNC too. I mean, you know, I'm mad at Justin Timberlake, but I loved him. I fully flashed him at a concert. I lost my mind and it was impulsive. With it was your like, bra or your breasts? My bra. Like, I know your breasts are in the bra, but like, was it? You know, like. That's a good question. Because those are two very it. <laughs> Yeah, it really does. I can't, I can't. Was it Janet remember. Jackson style? Did you have like a, like yes, a sundial on yes, you? Yes, I did. I did. I, oh my God. <laughs> but I, I, and it was like total. it was a, it was very impulsive. I mean, that's how. That seems very um, opposite of how I know who you are. So that must be mm. impulsive. You must have just been so caught up in the moment. Wait, Kayla, what do you mean by that? Oh, I would never think you that think you I would, would be like uh, more reserved. Uh-huh. Oh, Kayla, there's so many other sides of oh, me. Oh, wow. That, I can't wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, no, I I mean, but it did come out of me like an insane person. Like, I think it's like when you would watch like old footage of, you know, fans with Elvis and you're like, why are they losing their minds? And then like suddenly I was there and I was like, ah, yeah. you're in my boob. It's an out of body experience. You have no control. Would you hold it against me? <laughs> if I showed you my boobs now. Wait, I want to hear your guys' answers to that question. Yeah. What was she to you? Well, I started, so I started off in music before I was acting. I um, was oh singing. Gosh. I Hence wanted all to, your knowledge. Yeah. This is the, thus the deep dive of the writers and what that was, what was happening in that world. Did you want to be a recording? Yeah. Artist? So I got a record deal when I was 16 what? and I grew up in Orlando. So I knew like. You were prime for the picking. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, there was like quite the scene there and that's where everyone was coming from like I remember having meeting like a meeting with Larry Rudolph back in the day like whoa 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 so, whoa whoa we that is not something you mentioned in passing yeah well, no, so, Continue. But, so okay. I but I got signed when I was 16 but I as a when I was younger I was always writing music and recording it and I had like a band at one point and then I did like teen nights when I was like 13 and had backup dancers and oh you know and when I was younger, I actually resented Britney Spears so much mm-hmm. because I decided that she didn't really know how to sing. So she mm-hmm. wasn't a real artist and she's just using her body for attention. And it really long term made me realize how intimidated how intimidated I was by other confident women mm-hmm. and were even you know, looking back, like someone would be like, I love Britney Spears because look how awesome and confident she was. I just wasn't comfortable with that at all. I was like, no, everybody has to be awkward and feel weird about themselves and not like their stomach. Like that's the rule. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't know you and you're an alien and we'll never get along. What kind of music were you doing? I, um, it was a pop rock album. Yeah, so like kind of like so it was kind of ish more 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 like pop rock she's more avril pop yeah more like avril ish they had her dye her hair red well i dyed my hair red you dyed your yeah no so basically when i got signed i had blonde hair they they pitched me for to mtv for a a reality show because it's when ashley simpson was killing it with her first season of her show and so they wanted to kind of cross promote me in some way 
and I would go to the record label and I, I just was like dying for attention and I just wanted to start making my record and I wanted to finish it and I wanted to start performing and I just wanted that support. So I would show up with baked goods because oh <laughs> I figured that would that would help, That's which so it did to a certain extent, but no one could remember my name. And I was six, I was 17 living in Los Angeles and I was maybe going out underage a little bit and I would go to parties or I'd, you know, I had friends that were all on very successful television series. So I would go with them places and no one would ever remember my name ever. Like it became a running joke that I was just like this blonde, mysterious ghost that no one could ever remember was there, even though I'd met people so many times. What do you think it was looking back? I I don't know. It still happens today. I, I still literally the other I went to a concert and it was a friend's ex-boyfriend who was going to even give my husband and I wedding dance lessons. We had had dinners like I worked with her I, like he was visiting her like I had met him multiple times and I said hi to him um, backstage at a bar because our friends of ours were performing and I was like hey and he was like what's up and totally blew me off. And I was like, okay, like, oh, by the way, I'm Candace. Like, you know, we, I worked with, you know, it, oh, oh, yeah. And then he just proceeded to pick confetti out of my hair because everyone kept telling me how much he confetti. He just sounds like a strange person. So it, no, 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 no. But, this is but, normal. This is very normal. Here's the thing I will say about But anyway, the, 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 more the, the whole point is I basically went into a hair salon and I dyed all of my hair bright red. And then no one forgot my name after that. Oh, my gosh. Yes, so that became my identity for a couple of years. Was your red hair? Now, what happened to the record deal and that time in your life? That's actually how I started acting um, because they wanted me to get on a show. And they're like, well, we'll release your record if you get on a show. I didn't get on a show, but I booked an independent film that got me my SAG card. Okay. And um, unfortunately, I got, after like two and a half years, I got dropped. They kept the rights to everything. Um, minus a digital release that I was allowed to do. So I was really big in Japan for a minute, but I never went. I just have a giant stack of Japanese magazines with my face on it. So if I look, if I would, you, did you go under your, your maiden name? Yeah, it was just Candace. But yeah, but the record was called, um, oh God, it's been so long. Uh, the, it's always the innocent ones. Oh, yeah. Now, when you do, like, if you guys go to, like, fa- like Vampire Diaries fan things, do they have they f- have your fans found? Very this? few people. Very few people. And it, it, you, you'd have to do, like, a deep dive into iTunes to find it. I just did a, I did a guest star a couple months ago uh, on the Orville. And funny enough, like, this sweet, like, older gentleman, like, who is the DP, he was like, I found your record and like just oh out of nowhere gosh. and I was like oh my god I was like I was 17 I was this was a long time ago like do we think that's creepy no 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 because <laughs> in be. my in my resume it says like that I sang because when before when I decided to really commit to acting I I um I was like okay I'm gonna do this I just got dropped from the label I'm gonna be an actor and then the writer's strike happened and everything dried up and I couldn't do anything. And luckily, before I moved back home, the guy who produced my record was a music director. He was like, do you want to come on tour? There's this Disney chick that's going on tour. Do you want to be a backup singer? Do you Can need a job? Jen, guess who it was? Can you guess? Disney chick who was a singer. Demi Lovato. 2000. This Good would guess. have been 2008. Close. 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 Keep 2008. Going. Zendaya. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh my 
my god another britney fan miley loved yes. britney yes oh my gosh so you sang back did you do it yeah so i went on tour for one of the tours i'm not the, a great backup singer but it was really really fun oh my gosh so you went on tour. okay what's that like it's the most fun ever i mean that's why i i married to someone who who's a musician who tours you know, and so people would be like oh my gosh is that so hard and I'm like no I love it I that was the best year ever I was mean I was climb? 19 years old was yeah it was the climb yep yeah, it will actually that was the end of the tour I'm like in the I went and did like the last little bit in that movie you can see the band so I'm there like with Swing. orange hair in the background. Oh yeah, just doing my so little you finger red, snap. You, did you, ha- you have that hair during... Yeah, so there's the, be- the, the Best of Both Worlds tour, like 3D concert experience. I'm the redhead in it. Oh <laughs> my God. Have you met Miley since? I took Nina to... Were you there? No, I think I just took Nina. I took Nina to... When they were touring... Season one of Vampire Diaries, um, one of the tour stops was in Atlanta. Oh, cool. And I was so excited to be like, look, guys, I've made it. And everyone was like, I don't know what they show don't. you're talking. Nobody cared. <laughs> Did they? But they knew who you were. Because I toured with yeah, them all. It yeah. was all the same band and most of the same backup dancers. Um, but I brought Nina to the show and we said hi afterwards. But I haven't seen. I, I mean, she was also Miley was 15. She was 14, mm-hmm. turned 15 on the tour. I was 19 and, and you know. It's a big age difference for that time. Yeah, that's one thing that that Mandy Moore talked about too was that she she was fourteen when all of this happened. So crazy. So like her dancers were so much, even though they were only a few years older. Or even like Justin Timberlake, they were all just a few years older than her. But it made all the difference in the world. So she was kind of just like hanging out with her mom or her dad, like reading yeah. books, mm-hmm. and which like is what you should do. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and obviously that worked out for her. She's like the most well-adjusted person on the face of the planet. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Candace, what was your meeting like with Larry Rudolph? Oh, I don't remember. I just remember him being really nice. Um. But, it, you know, it was just... Because where was Britney... Was Britney Britney Spears yet? Oh, yeah, 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 Because no. you're a few years younger than her. Yes. Okay, so yeah, she was this like would have been Britney. when I was signed, but trying to figure out what's going to happen. It, it, nothing came so, from it. I, and I realized at basically that I didn't want to pursue music as a job anymore. Mm-hmm. So I really loved being on sets and I love writing. I loved writing sessions. I loved recording. I love being on stage, but I just knew it wasn't going to be something that was meant to bring, put food on the table. I don't know why I thought acting would, but, but, but yeah, I just kind of had that epiphany of, Oh, this is not what I meant to do. That is amazing. But, but anyway, I feel like, we figured I, I I did not know any of this. <laughs> I need to go on iTunes and find Candace. <laughs> it's always the innocent ones. Is that yeah? Yeah, it's yeah. always the innocent ones. Yeah, Seventeen. I really. St- I was like, this is it, man. Did you choose that title? Oh yeah. That <laughs> was like, this is so edgy, and like that was like my. I was like 17 and with my like fake IDs going to clubs and everyone would be like, you're so innocent. And like what you're like, uh-huh. you're so cute. You could never get into trouble. I was like, it's always the innocent ones. I love it. I love Speaking it. of Britney Spears duality of being no, like seriously. a good girl and like just a sexual, yes. like adventurous person. And life imitating art at that time, just pulling from real life experiences. It's oh great. my God. It's I'm great. loving it. Now, Candace, Kayla, you guys are about to launch your own podcast. Can you tell us the name of it? Sure. You, yeah. Give, 
Give a little plug. Um, we Our podcast is called Directionally Challenged. <laughs> Essentially, Candace and I felt like we were not where we thought we'd be by the time we were in our 30s. And so we, we were on her bathroom floor having this conversation. And we go through life together and help each other through a lot of things. And we thought, okay, if we're going through all these things, maybe a lot of other people are. Might as well just talk about it. So we're having on a lot of our friends, a lot of... Um, people we love, people that are funny, just kind of anyone that we want to bring light to and have them on and talk about where we are versus where we thought we'd be. And bringing it back to Britney Spears, like that's truly like why I've always loved her is that she she is all of the things and that um, she, I mean, we don't even know all, all of what happened in her her darkest hours, mm-hmm. but uh, but I know that I've had mine and if she can go through those so publicly and uh and then put on a a leotard but then choose to do her own hair on Mm -hmm. stage (laughs) um like that's pretty great and it can be celebrated because you talking about how you were just standing up being like you can do this Brittany Mm -hmm. that what was funny when we were in Vegas to see her perform there was a group of 10 of us because it was my birthday and and even like all the husbands and our friends even on the male side were up saying like oh my gosh, I knew so many of those songs mm-hmm. and we were all just cheering for her. Like at a certain point, it's fun to dance and sing. But when you realize how big of a part of our lives this performer has been to all of us and meant to all of us and in one way or another. Yeah, was. super influential. That it just brings everyone together to say, you can do this. And it was, I've never been to a concert that was really about everyone just leaving going, I'm so proud of her. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not, it's not like Beyonce where you like pray to the altar, which I will always pray to the altar of Amen. Beyonce. Amen. Um, it, it's more like you can see yourself in Britney Spears. I don't know. I don't know what it is. And there's this very popular Britney hashtag that is hashtag. We support Britney. It's mm-hmm. very popular amongst her fans. And, um, and there is, there's just something about like, no matter what we support you. I think that's the point in life too, is like finding those people that do support you. And that's kind of what we want to bring into our podcast is finding people that support you and love you. And she, if she can do it, we can all do it. Right. But we got to do it together. We have to do it together. Well, I will certainly be listening to your podcast. You guys, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts and, um, uh kayla what is your instagram um my instagram's at kayla k-a-y-l-a yule e-w-e-l-l okay and candace mine is at candace king c-a-n-d-i-c-e-k-i-n-g you heard it here (laughs) candace kayla i'm so grateful that you guys have come on to talk about britney thanks for having us i'm sad i don't get to keep researching her can we do this again and just keep talking about her because we just we need to talk about britney forever so please come back i would love that so much absolutely all right everybody till we talk about britney next time bye hey everybody i would not be doing my job if i didn't add just a little bit of candace's music to the end of this episode. So I'm going to play right now for you a little bit of her song, Some Girls, off of her album, It's Always the Innocent Ones. So without further ado, I give you Candace, the pop star, singing Some Girls.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.